Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sport. This oh, is oh. episode 19 of yes. RSPN. Yes. As you can already hear, those that are in very hot pursuit, very long awaiting for the return of the Platinum Chanel boy, <laughs> he is Come now on, back to my right. Come on, man. Stop that. The best tag to... You think... You really you really think people weren't waiting? I don't know. I don't... I, I'd like to hope I'm that interesting that people were waiting for me to come back. There's somebody specific I need some that time off. there was somebody very specific that was ready for the return of the Ooh. basketball duo. His Ooh. name might be a little bit to the right, as you can see on the side, but he was also ready to be able to hear <laughs> from us once again. And shout out to Amp for also coming shout through last Amp, week, man. being able to talk the Philadelphia 76ers, yeah. NBA, a little bit of March Madness, a little bit of NBA Street. Nelly yeah. CDs. It's, it's, yeah, it's right always here. a random grab bag when Amp comes on to the show. But I was very, very happy to have Amp back on with RSPM. But now it's back to us. Mark yeah. and Jeff linked I'm up here. once again. Absolutely. And I think you owe the RSPN faithful a little bit of an explanation on when they are uh, seeing this Avino ad. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, things like rumors started to like just sprout up randomly when I didn't show up to work. And rumors? It's just rumors. Like I never yeah. confirmed. I never really confirmed anything. I think uh, people just kind of put the story into their own hands, and you know how websites get, man. Especially Twitter and stuff. Things move on fast, and people catch on, and they put me in these situations that I'm not sure if they if they happen. I if, if they if it happened, I that's not something I can talk about openly. Like, so you're saying TMZ got this wrong? TMZ told us Wayne was about to die, bro, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> so you saying this is part two of that? It's part two, bro. This is just as this is just as demonic. So no, so no ad, no no secondary bag. I don't, I don't remember. I I don't recall. I don't recall. I can't remember. This is <laughs> I don't recall. <laughs> I feel I feel like this is cap. I feel like this is cap. You're just not I just going to time. I just needed some time. I needed some time off, man. You know, I wasn't on the lookout. Ah, well. you pulled a Ky, pulled a Kyrie on it. Okay, it was, you know, it was, you know, you know, personal reasons. Um. I got excused. Yeah, that was really things happen, man. You know, we all need some. We all need uh, some time off, man. You know, uh, it was definitely a load management moment. Thankfully, this generation is a lot more courteous to load management. But yeah. we'll say, very happy to have you to my side once again. Yeah. Although we do have plenty to talk about with the past week, <laughs> we as did. well as what we are anticipating for this week as well. Yes. Before we get to all of that, a very quick rest in peace to Elgin Baylor. Oh man, yeah. Passed away yesterday legend. at 86, natural Absolutely causes. Mm -hmm. And I think within the next week, you're just going to see a lot of good things come from not only just TNT. I think TNT does a really good job as far as player anecdotes and the presentations that they do when a legend like this does pass. But you're just going to see a lot of it from Laker fans that have many different stories to tell from Elgin Baylor, a black player in the 60s. Yeah. And he's what he was able pioneers. to provide to the Los Angeles Lakers. Absolutely. One of the pioneers. Um, kind of revolutionized wing play. Um, yeah. One of the GOATs. One of the GOATs. And I think absolutely when we talk about players from that time, I don't think we give 
you know, the credit that is like truly due um, until moments like this, which is sad. But you know, we're from a we're from a different generation, so mm-hmm. it's understandable. So yeah, the league will definitely do right by by Elgin. I'm almost for sure. Um, yeah, crazy champion, crazy all star, one of the goats. You know, so yeah, it's 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 not great news. Not great news at all. And it comes amongst a lot of different news that's going on, not only outside the NBA, but also just within other areas of the alpha sport as well, within college basketball that we all be that we will be talking about this week. But expect that yes, to yes, be yes, a very yes. pivotal piece of anything that you see relating to the NBA this week. So again, once once again, rest in peace to Elgin Baylor. But we missed last week because of some wow. small areas of March Madness that we had an opportunity uh, to talk sure. about. Amp and I, we did a little bit of a small preview of how we're going to approach March Madness. Unfortunately, I must tell you, Jeff, I say it on RSPN every season that I'm going to approach March Madness (laughs) differently. Uh, It's a lot to do. uh, I I wasn't even as tapped in uh, this March as the last. I I just think it's like a moment thing for me. Like it's just everything still feels weird in sports for me. But March Madness is still obviously exciting, but it's been a, it's been strange. It reminds me a lot of the bubble. Uh, a lot of teams looking really good that are you know not ranked high or you know Cinderella stories that type of thing. And it's awesome to see. Obviously, it's competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, it has been great to watch because of just so many shocks. You know, but uh, yeah, a lot of the good teams that we kind of anticipated really being uh, being the, being there and making moves, it just hasn't been that way. Um, yeah, teams are getting bounced out uh, by by uh, teams that you just would have never thought. Real, a lot of Cinderella stories this round. So, which one of those teams is surprising you the most, honestly? Uh, well, what surprised me the most, I would probably have to say uh, Oral. Man, it's just crazy, bro. It's it's one of the craziest things. Like we're talking about a school, I, I would never anticipate. You know, a school like that. I mean, I, I anticipate them getting in. In March and actually participating, but mm. you know that's usually you know your little warm up first rounder, knock them out, keep it pushing, and uh, man, I, I honestly it's it's one of the weirdest things I've ever fucking seen in my life. So March Madness is uh is special, but I have been a little like uh, about in and it. out of it. Yeah, in and out. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. I, I can get why every year you're like I'm gonna approach it different, and then you don't because it's just a lot to take in. Bracket. The bracket busting because it—that's for sure not happening. You can already—I'll I'll tell you right now. I'm not. Uh, bracket bro. will set off all forms of anxiety I know. within me. I know. Oh, I know. Dude, like literally, bro. Everybody's bracket was done like second, third day. You know, it's, that's Mm-mm. how crazy it's been. So Mm-mm. there's there's no winning brackets in the country. Period. Right now, is your bracket so, destroyed? My, my bracket's been destroyed, but what I'm saying is like <laughs> everybody's bracket was destroyed like on the second day. Like, I think ESPN announced it or some shit. Oh, so nobody yeah. has a perfect bracket at all. Not no. not a single not a single there's person. No, there's no such thing as a perfect bracket in the in the world right now. Please. Jesus. So yeah, who so who so, who so who gets determined on on who is the the next one up? I guess since there's no perfect, the closest one to it. I guess they probably have some fucking formula. You know how shit go. I know there's probably some way, but as far as anybody winning some money, I think that's dead. That's dead. I thought you would have took this opportunity to shit on Duke. I ain't even gonna. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I don't it's know if it's. I don't know if it's a good area to. to I don't Carolina, know if it's a good to shit on Duke. North Carolina got beat. Uh, uh, UConn got beat. Like you know, I, there's just. It's hard. You know, I I fucking hate Duke, bro. I really do. <laughs> like 
I thought you were going to kick them when you were down with it while they were down with the COVID news. We're all news. down, bro. We're all down, bro. Everybody's down bad. Is that is that yeah, what March Madness it's is? Kinda, it's kind of, yeah, I can't, I can't like, you know, stab them in the jugular like I prefer uh, because what can I, COVID, man. Speaking of which, yo, I got, uh, I got confirmation, man. I get my, I get my, my first shot on the six, bro. Let's put the air horns, <laughs> air horns for the back. Any any type of positive back talk before the air horns on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking yes, bro. I'm getting vaxxed, bro. April sixth, holla at me. I took the day off, bro. Just in just in case. Yeah, you you probably you you probably should. You probably just should. in case. Just yeah, just, just just PTO. Just. Let me check that off. Oh, you you put PTO dash back with a little wink I on did, it. Actually, no, I really put from my from my boss. I, I just put the vax in there. So he knew what was up. And they got approved like immediately. And I was like, yeah, nigga, you got to. You already know what gang you're repping? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know what's up, man. Okay, you know? okay. You already know you already know what signs you're gonna put in the air once that once that time yeah, comes. Well, shout out Mills, to that. Mills text me, he was like, is it J and J? I was like, nah, nah, it ain't J and J. That was the first was that Mills' first question. I swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to God, bro. Yo, you don't got that J in you, do you? Nah, yeah, come on. J, nah, it's not J and J, but um, yeah, no, you you guys will see. It. I'm sure there'll be some Instagram posts or posts on Twitter or whatever. But yeah, vax me. Yeah, vax man. Me. Any 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 type of vax talk is gonna be, especially in any of those three areas, is going to be. I'm trying to get to LA, man. I'm trying to get back to LA soon, so I feel much comfortable after I get this first dose. Yeah, Los Angeles is going to be a good move. Anybody that is going to start, uh, I would probably not say a little bit more frequent in the games, but if anybody wanted to see a game, it makes it a whole lot easier yes. uh, on the mind to be able to do man. so as oh, we start man, opening up these so live nice. games. Yeah, it's just going to feel so different. I just feel like it's it going to be a much different vibe. For sure, for sure. But you're right. It, as far as it's having peace of mind, especially if you're already in an arena or a stadium that is low capacity in in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you got both your doses. I would feel a little bit more comfortable if I wanted to go see a Hawks game real quick, mm-hmm. you know, cheap, and I could be up in there for a minute with you know low capacity. I probably wouldn't yeah. trip as hard, but um, still, yeah, it's still weird. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad we in the past. I think the NCAA would also enjoy those types of conversations as well because there's just been so much for the NCAA that have affected <clears throat> them within the past week. I've already seen what has come from the not NCAA property hashtag. It looks like a lot of those athletes and those kids have been uh, clinging a little bit more onto that, providing their story, providing their insight. We have the game that got canceled for COVID protocol between Oregon and VCU. Yeah, dude, NCAA, man, I don't know. I feel like they're going to hit a a huge bump soon, and like they're just so corrupt. You know, they're just so corrupt, man. So I actually hope that shit goes down, hope it burns. Yeah, one of our earliest episodes with, I think, maybe the third or fourth episode that we ever did in RSPN featured Cliff, and it talked about just how long is it going to take for the NCAA to, to, to end up being, you know, overcast yeah. by, some, by, by something Something different. Something has to happen. Something will happen. I, I actually do believe it, especially when you uh, – the things that, like, the, the women's uh, NCAA, women's hoops, especially in college – so dominant, yep. so fun. Yep. Uh, great players in there right now, like future of WNBA. Like if you're trying to ease your way into WNBA somehow, start with women's college hoops, literally, and follow these young girls into into the pros because the league is going to be hard. Like mm-hmm. they got ballers. And the way that they were treated with the food, with workout equipment, all that stuff that we saw documented because social media is so crazy, 
to me, lets me know the NCAA don't give a fuck. Because if they did, they would consider these things. There's there's no way you go into a boardroom and you're planning your March Madness and whoever says, okay, like who cleared the women's training room and the men's training room? I don't even think you call it a training room, honestly. I just saw a rack of I just saw a rack of weights compared to a whole room of men's equipment. No, but what I'm saying is who how'd that pass? Like who who'd that get past? Who's desk? You know what I'm saying? So you can't and then when you actually fill up the room, they send like a little cute tweet or whatever, like, you know. They'll make some bullshit. Oh, niggas gotta scramble. It's cool. It's cool. And then you see the hey, we got a brand new room. Let's go. But that was already that was already after the fact that Kyrie just completely obliterated them and asked them, What are you doing for our queens? Like you're not you're not you're not doing anything for this. He should continue doing that shit. Uh, I think yeah, no, major athletes need to say something too. Um, you know, Bron, all all those guys, Chris Paul, they should they should definitely be like, Hey, apply the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, because the kids are gonna listen to them, right? So if you got these young kids who are top ten prospects having to make a decision whether they want to hit the G League or go to a college, and you have players that you look up to saying, fuck the system, eventually the NCAA going to have to make a move and make a play because they're going to lose prospects. Or We've already seen it. You know, uh, It's just a matter of time before it's more consistent. So I have to do something. Yeah, I'm sure this is fucking them up internally, just being able to run a tournament like this in between – all of COVID, but outside of outside of the women's facilities being a huge shocker, one thing that that ended up just throwing me off is seeing how many people started clamoring into the not NCAA property because that ends up making it even worse for them too. Yeah, yeah, they they also need to. I mean, NCAA in general, like college hoops, thrives so hard with fans. Like the fan atmosphere is second to none as far as mm-hmm. like games in a student atmosphere. You know, it's just, it's flawless. It's perfect. We don't have that this time. Um, like home field advantage is truly a real thing in this tournament, which is one of the reasons why I think we see the way things played out. Teams mm-hmm. get knocked out early because they don't have that aspect, uh, which is cool. It's fine. Like, I get it. Every, we're, they're all playing. They all have to deal with it. It's not just, you know, uh, it's not just the sport or teams winning and being, everything is weird. Everybody's dealing with this shit. Yeah. And thankfully, although this week will be flooded with March Madness coverage, thankfully we have plenty to talk about with a stacked week of NBA to look at and prepare for. We can start with that with the Eastern Conference and what we left off with Amp with last week following Philadelphia's road without Joel Embiid. We talked about how is it going to look now that Joel Embiid is out for at least a minimum of two weeks. Right now it's only a week until he's he's going to get reevaluated, and who knows how long that is going to show for Embiid to be out with Philadelphia. But I wanted to see what Ben Simmons is going to do with this team now that he is going to be the head of it, and Embiid is out. And so far it's been good. They stay, they're they're a game ahead of Brooklyn, still first. Yeah. They're 6-1, and which is amazing, outside of just a loss to Milwaukee in overtime, which which was a strong a very strong game for Philadelphia. They ended up losing, but I don't think a lot of people are taking credit away from Philadelphia in Milwaukee, closing that out in some very strong fashion. Yeah, uh, I, the Sixers are good money, uh, and B will be back, but I understand that it feels good right now. Uh, I think they still have a good team regardless, but there's going to come a point where you're just going to need them, uh, especially if they decide that they want to continue to sit up top like that and they get into the playoffs and uh I don't want 
the Sixers thing could continue just off an asterisk alone. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say Embiid's injury is worse and he he takes longer and we don't see him within the play, whatever whatever the case may be. You already know how that you know, we know how that's gonna go come across. Yeah. So it's always gonna be an asterisk next to the fact that they weren't fully powerful or whatever the case may be. And then that comes with the next season when they're talking about who they want to trade or who's coming in or whatever. Do they need Embiid? I mean, let's say they let's say Embiid can't play for a while and they continue to win. Then there's a conversation of do they need Embiid? Should they cut their losses and get as much, you know, from them as possible? And, and try and get much from Embiid, possibly. You know how this goes. I mean, trading him does seem crazy, right? But mm-hmm. I guess if they continue on a nice stretch and they feel like they can get something, you know, huge in return, you make a play. Yeah, I'd hope. I'd hope it doesn't get to that way. I think Embiid has has solidified I, I, his I name in, in, in MVP. Let me well, well, well enough. But you, I do agree that once they, if they were to run off a good amount, maybe if they even beat Milwaukee <laughs> you know in overtime, it's like, hey, maybe, doing this uh, without the MVP, yeah, why yeah, don't we, uh, we go, go ahead? And, yeah, yeah, trade yeah. deadlines in two weeks. Let's go and, ahead. And, yeah, I mean, there's no way it happens right now. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you know how these teams think and how they operate. We've seen it happen before you mm-hmm. know so uh yeah yeah just just how it goes trade deadline talk will be a very big focal point this week because along with the philadelphia 76ers there's going to be plenty on the east and the west that are going to be named with some of the bigger names that we will discuss this week for the trade deadline which will yes. be this thursday at 3 wow. p.m already huh we make sure to tell you each and every <clears throat> season of rspn if your woes notifications, if your Sam's notifications are not on right now, you're already too late. The war continues, huh? Tap it Sam's in. Ah, uh, well. I yeah. feel like one day they're gonna end up like, what? What if uh, somebody ties them down for a show or something? Wouldn't that be spectacular? Woes versus Sam? Uh, I don't know. Let's bring, I mean, let's bring. Let's bring. Let's bring them. Let's bring them to, to RNC, man. Shams has been Shams has been doing a uh, what's the best term for this an incredible job over his competition for the past couple of months. I'll put it. I'll put it that he way. He has. He has. It's kind I'll of put tough it that to, way. It's tough to yeah. It's tough to say otherwise. I see otherwise. Um, Woj, I don't really retweet Woj that much. No. Yeah, I don't know and if it's, it's the it's, flip. He's been linking to a lot of, of articles, and, and I'm just like, uh, oh, this doesn't look sexy on my timeline, man. It looks sexy. It just when, doesn't. It's something When the tweet it. doesn't look sexy. See, the Shams tweet be looking sexy on the timeline. He, he nice and short. It, bro, he keeps it nice short and short. to the point. Yeah, yeah, just so y'all and know. It, and he wants, that, he wants the combo. Mm-hmm. LeBron's out LeBron's out, definitely. Per sources. Man. Boom. That's and we're like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Wolves would be like yesterday at 8.55 during the game. At yeah. The clock, and then it's, angle, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if he's going to be back for a little bit, but click here for a little bit more info. Yeah, like, details. I, uh, on, nah, <laughs> we ain't, nah, sorry, Woj. Sorry, Woj. Yeah, just man. I mean, back, back then the tweets were hitting. NBA draft, when he was when he was letting off the lingo throughout the NBA yeah. draft a couple years ago, tweets were hitting. Now <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely while y'all here. Yeah. In between the tweet, you gotta you gotta do the while y'all here after the tweet, Woj. We, got, we might have to put Woj up on a, on a little bit of etiquette, but it's completely okay. Let's see, he, you know, we'll see if he'll come on the show. That, I think him coming on the show would really uh, change his his image a little bit. Like, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's anti-black or anything, but he needs to come to a black Whoa. network and speak freely. You know, let us let us. Oh, let so you're saying he's holding them. back on ESPN? Ah, so they, he might he might be on some lingo so, we don't know about. Yeah, it's this old head stuff. They got it. They got it. How old is Shams? Let's be real. 
Sam's Sam's fairly young. He's like our age, ain't he? He might be younger than us. My point exactly, bro. I'm, oh, so Sam's got, knows the lingo. How old is Woj? Listen, listen I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, this is a weird, this is a weird, I'm going to put you like on game real quick. This is like, I'm moving over to the lookout real quick. Okay. So on the lookout, right. We, you know, where I talk about anime, obviously with Mills, nigga, there's a show called Jujitsu Kaisen. It's amazing. The manga is amazing. The anime is mm-hmm. amazing. The creator is our age. Oh, okay. This anime, he's made references to like, you know, uh, Jennifer Lawrence and like things that like we would that like, we would know and and mother you know we fuck with it because we can tell that the creator came up with us mm-hmm. okay and the sham shit is I think it's just a similar product man the, the shams has to be around our age just off the way that he carries himself on, I just the, on did the web a, I just did a quick Google search shams is, is at it? most twenty seven years old so he's I mean, younger than so, us so let's say he's cap 32 let's say that's cap and he's 32 regardless mm-hmm. he came up in the 90s it tells you it, it that I, honestly it, it's telling it's telling bro woge is, is 52 years old i don't know i have nothing in common with this nigga bro <laughs> <laughs> why can't woge be playing young boy i don't think he would ever do that bro i think he could woge got kids uh that i don't know woge need to get to get him a black woman he'll probably shape up a little bit what Get you uh, what if he's married? You just what are you doing there? Well, I mean, we're all married in this country. I mean, things happen. Who's we? Who's we? You're married? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Why? Uh, what's the point? What's the point with the wink? Was there, no, was there a wink that was being held back there? No, no, sir. Oh, you throw the oh, excuse <laughs> me. They got oh, they got to put a ring on it. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. Okay, I see the pri- I see the prize there. Okay, okay. Yeah, the prize, things have changed. 2021, man. Following Philadelphia's position, we're also watching Brooklyn and Milwaukee because Brooklyn and Milwaukee, along with Philadelphia, make up for the three positions in this week's top 10 NBA.com power rankings. Of course, you can check all of those out at NBA.com. But look at this rise of the East. We have three of the top teams in the Eastern Conference now Mm -hmm. leading the entire league as far as positioning of where they are uh in the power rankings and in brooklyn's case brooklyn's continuing to stride very well we saw blake griffin's debut following his um uh, move over to brooklyn within mm-hmm. the past few weeks i feel like it proved that he was playing detroit and fugues in detroit for multiple seasons <laughs> so? i am 100 oh, down with that because okay, that so- dunk seemed fairly easy didn't look like he strained his back to do it okay. listen bro yeah, man. I don't, he has an old Detroit explanation. Like a he, dunk. They make yeah, it seem like, Detroit, a dunk. Listen, they make it seem like that was taking them to the next level at any point. With it could have there. No, it couldn't have. Bro. It could have gave him a little something. No, it couldn't have. Like, come on, bro. A few what? Six more points each game. It could have got a. It could have the 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 uh. What's the what's the badge? What's the badge highlight reel? You 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 elevate your teammates. To be fair, when you do a highlight play. To be fair, they made the play to go get this man. And, Detroit? And, oh, well, well, that's and, off a of burning boat in Los Angeles. Some would say, but some would say he was washed then. What did what'd they give him? 121 on that extension? 125 on that extension? 128? Some some shit? A very large amount, yes. A very to, large to, to amount. Sca- to possibly scale it back in Detroit for a good yeah. amount. Maybe. I'm asking my front, off, my front office to go dunk after that. You know? You go do that shit. That's all I'm going to say about it, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm not... I don't feel the, sorry for them, bro. The, Detroit 
should be highly Detroit fans, I should say. Maybe well, maybe not the Detroit Pistons in itself. Detroit fans should okay. feel like they just got that's, robbed. That's fair, but that's really none of my business. Quan should feel like he just got robbed. Damn, Quan. Damn. Cliff Cliff support Pistons? That's a good question. Did he support? Yeah, I think he does. I feel like he does. Cliff should be does. highly upset. Cliff should be pissed. Cliff should be highly upset. He should be pissed. And and one and 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 I don't know if he's gonna have the opportunity to see Blake Griffin at any point in time right now because <laughs> He's going to be so in, invested and locked into what is going in in Brooklyn for these next couple of months. But there could be a chance that other names join Blake Griffin in these next couple of days. We'll have to watch what happens with Brooklyn. We're not going to get a little bit of Kyrie Irving for the next week uh, or so for the next three games because he's going to be out due to personal reasons. Wow. Uh, so expect- Kyrie, Kyrie, boy. Putting PTO in, boy. Hey, man. Hey, man, when you got it. It's, it's March. Sometimes I'll be looking at my PTO and I'm just be like, damn, I got to stress this bitch out for the rest of the year. But right, some days it's just like, man, it is just take deal, a little. Bro. Sometimes you just wake up on a Monday like, shit. Bro, nah. Where we got to go? Absolutely, Fuck. I absolutely, I almost did it. I almost did it today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to hold you. It was definitely one of those like Sundays where I was like, yeah, who would miss me if I called out today? <laughs> what? You know, bro, I, I go through it. I go through it. In Milwaukee's case, they jumped from six to two on the NBA.com power rankings, of course, making up that top three. We saw what happened with Milwaukee with the PJ Tucker trade. PJ yeah, Tucker yeah, was knocking the Rockets' door down, wanted to get the hell out of there. Obviously, Houston is a very huge burning boat right now. And thankfully, Milwaukee made a move to send PJ Tucker over it's a to burning boat. Milwaukee. It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a very burning, bad burning boat right now. And I'm not I gonna hate. Not we, we, not we, we gave Rocket, we gave Rocket some love. We want yeah, to see yeah, what's happening sure. with the Rockets. Yeah, but I don't care. Yeah, right now the, the the so you're not blinking at them twenty losses. <laughs> I could care less what happens to the Rockets, bro. You're not saying poor John Wall. No, I, I do love John. I love John, bro. I I hate that it happened. It's almost like a can he ever be cool with Harden ever? Because that happened because of Harden. John Wall, I, th- I think so. You think they're cool? They're I'm a, uh, I'm a they're uh, connected like, in other ways. I'm gonna always be. Well, this is true. You feel me? Some things that might uh. Out outweigh basketball. What happened there? What happened? I, things happen. I mean, you know, was the, was, was the wink was the wink too much? No, there's a lot of ties. Ah, yeah, 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 a lot, a lot of ties. But let's start. I, I love John. John. John Wall, a real he a real one. John Ball, a real one, bro. So, um, yeah, yeah. Shout John. Shout John Wall. Pull up on the hood anytime. It's funny that you bring up ties because let's talk about these ties that exceed or 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 outweigh sometimes your minnesota timberwolves yeah yeah let's talk about it your minnesota timberwolves we actually had a good month and that is really bad to say considering we, it hasn't been a good month but it has we have abandoned the 50 win season this bro honestly like i don't recall because now i'm starting to realize what you meant by this 50 win season you think so you wanted to set something up as soon as miami has a little bit of fun <laughs> as soon as the Miami Heat come from 11th, maybe even 12th in the Eastern Conference and make come their on, way bro. all the way up to right underneath that top three in the East, mm-hmm. you disappear and all of a sudden the Atlanta Hawks you see win that eight shit? straight. Oh, do I see that shit? You're crazy, bro. I, I wonder I who's behind it. I, I wish I could see him. I, I, when I start moving my energy, when I start collectively moving my energy to like one place after another, things start to happen. Magic. Is that so? It's crazy. There was a point where I was only watching Timberwolves basketball 
to watch Ant, okay? Then Cat came back and I was like, okay, cool, you know? And then my young boy started balling McDaniels. I'm like, okay, I can watch these, I can watch these niggas. But I knew I wasn't invested because, you know, the season's a watch for me. So I invested wins in Atlanta with the Hawks and they started winning, bro. Really? I, it's my energy, You invested wins into Nate McMillan, invested wins into Trey Young. What can I say? Trey started to, he, he, he heard it. He was like, Jeff, watching the game. And he just started hooping, bro. And just and just started hooping, right? I'm like, I'm texting the nigga like, yo, that's that's what I'm talking about. I thought you said you were going to be courtside. I've been trying to get courtside, but I ain't got the first vax. April six. Oh, you have to wait. Oh, so April Trey 6th. told you the vax has to come in first, and then vax we'll think about courtside. I'm taking I'm taking the vax at uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium on April six. If you want to meet me, I have pen and pad there. Marker, can meet me up. I'll sign some shit. And we can get it popping, whatever you, you want to do. But I will you be there. Be fucking serious. But I will be. Come with a mask, even though I'm getting vaxxed. Show up with a mask. I have a marker. Whatever you want me to sign. Breast, uh, baby heads. What? Uh, uh, TV sneakers. Whatever you got, I'll sign it for you. But I'm only. How about your V8? What about V8 models? You went from V8 button went straight to. I got a support. Are you kidding me? RSPF. I'll even. I'll. I'll forge Mark's signature for y'all. You so can't do like, my signature. Well, so it feels like he was with me at the time. It may not be accurate. I didn't say it was going to be accurate, but I will forge it. I don't it want was. any type of problems in Atlanta from forged signatures of me because you gave them out during your own vaccination <laughs> and didn't provide <laughs> shout outs to any of your sponsors because that wouldn't 6th. be me. April 6th, I think I'm there 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Atlanta. That's where I'm getting vaxxed. Holler at me if y'all want to meet me come out and bring pens you can't be if you haven't got vax yet i may be able to get you in but you got to get there a little early that's it now you're promising vaccinations to people i i said maybe (laughs) we are maybe is that is that your asterisk i said maybe is that is that is that your asterisk because i don't i don't don't think that's gonna work yeah well i got ties here i got ties here and i got tie here you feel me jesus christ like i did that you like i did that ties here and tie here let's talk about let me write that down let's talk about your ties for keeping the heat down because i'm still not over it and Um, i see it from a mile away you know what's crazy man actually i'm glad we're speaking i something had touched me like a i guess that was maybe last week i was i was on cam shout out cameron hey uh my young boy and i was sometimes i go on cam's timeline because it's hell on earth and I'll just be scrolling from, down. from music, from music takes, from yeah, music yeah. takes that people yell at him, or sports takes that people just yell at him. Both, it's hell on earth. Like, so I'll just be going down, see what he's talking about. He says something about Tyler Hero that really touched me, and I was like, "Damn, Cam, you're right." But I, I think like Hero's going. I think Hero's going to be a good player. Um, but you know, I don't see year to year All Star. You know, um, I just feel like he's going to be a good player, and that's it. Okay. I mean, that's right. really it. Yeah. I, I, I got, I got, I got to hit it with the Donovan Mitchell. I got to hit it with the, I got to hit it with the Donovan Mitchell. I got to hit it with the. Okay, because I feel your Shaq energy right now. How do you feel about that? I'm not. I'm not what do you feel about what I just told you right now? He's a great player. I think he's a great player, but I think he'll be a good player through the span of his career. Maybe not year to year All Star. Maybe he'll make two, three. You know, your interest in Tyler Hero talk came from what exactly? Uh, I just I ran across uh, Cam's timeline and he had kind of stated something similar and I was like that actually makes a lot of sense, Cam. You know. That's well, all. and we were talking about the Heat. I'm not praying for their downfall. I want y'all to be dope. Y'all really ain't got nothing to do with me. 
you might not be praying for their downfall, but I'm noticing we'll this 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 sudden Hawks surge in the Eastern be, Conference that didn't be, happen before. I, be I was so something. happy about the Heat. I had to do something, bro. Something had to change. Like, you know, what had to change? Well, when your team is just winning and I have nothing to celebrate, what do you want me to do, man? So you set that up to bury me? I'm not here to bury you. They're the ones losing games. I'm not out there coaching these guys. I can only do so much from my seat. I'm not hexing them or anything, you know? I want them to be successful because that's your your team. That's your club, bro. That's that's your heart, man. I am in complete disgust. I have never, ever factioned a campaign to destroy the Timberwolves and put them and lower not, in the in the rank. No, there's no even reason though you to can't do that. get any lower yeah, you than the Timberwolves are getting right now. <laughs> I'm about to say, what can you say? <laughs> We're done for. Fucking poor chops, man. Well, although Miami oh. gained Trevor Ariza, they prepare for a fairly big week going into Thursday that I'm fairly excited for because they are going to be ahead of two different names that we are going to talk some more about with some trade deadline talk after the break. Kyle Lowry. Still continuing to do a good job with the Tampa Bay Demons from ignoring any type of trade deadline talk, not giving too much attention into it, claiming that, well, not necessarily claiming, but stating that Thursday is his birthday. That's all he's focused about. That's the only thing that's going to happen on Thursday. Anything else that happens after that is what it is, bro. (laughs) And you know what? You can ignore the pain. You can ignore the pain as much as you want. I'm sure it's going to be difficult if... Tampa ends up finding a way to trade one of their more storied players uh, in franchise history. But with, uh, with with your boys, with who? With the Heat. Yeah, if there is an opportunity yeah. to do that, I think he's a good fit for y'all. To be honest with you, that feels just fine to me. It's created yeah. another one of these just weird Heat Twitter civil wars on people that either want Kyle Lowry really bad and could really appreciate the gameplay, or just are just one hundred percent over it. And don't want it in the least bit. And I could kind of feel that type of difference when it comes to the other name involved in the Miami Heat, which has been LaMarcus Aldridge. The San Antonio Spurs are still continuing to work on a buyout for LaMarcus Aldridge by the end of the, well, of course, by Thursday. uh, If he is not dealt in a trade to anybody else after that. But... It's been a lot of back and forth on whether or not Miami needs a LaMarcus Aldridge. Could be a defensive liability. Uh, could be issues with scoring that people are worried about. That mm-hmm. has not been something that I jumped in, but was pretty surprised on where people are uh, with the splits on who Kyle Lowry can be for a playoff contending team. Uh, yeah, I actually really do like him with with the Heat. I think it's a really good fit. I think it'll fix uh, some turnover issues y'all have had. I think he's a he's a good secure player when it comes to stuff like that. But I, I wouldn't like like I, I'm not saying it takes the heat to the next level but I do, I do think he can fix a lot of the issues that guys are having on that on that level but you know I mean Kyle Lowry is a respected player around the league I don't think anybody would be a frustrated with adding him to the team anybody's team for that matter I mean he's leader a champion uh, he's been in some tough situations and he's came out of them. so I have nothing foul to say about him I guess you know I know some people be wilding I mean uh, well uh, uh I'm not going to repeat what uh uh part of the body people are very enamored with with Kyle Lowry, that seems to be a trend on the <laughs> timeline. That is none of my uh, that is none of my business, none of my concern. Um, but I want Kyle Lowry. I want all those dumbass threes that he's hitting on Miami for years past <laughs> to now be done against other teams. Hopefully, yeah. it does not continue the Miami trend 
of a beautiful shooter coming to Miami, and all of a sudden the who, who shot. Who linked with Sixers for who? Larry. Oh, well, 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 Philadelphia would love for him to come to come back to to come back home and be on the 76ers. Yeah, was, it, uh, was, he, was he? I thought he was. Uh, he was rumored with them. The Redacteds are also a no, rumor because they because they because they want a point guard despite it still being high. They, the need, they, they need want a point, point guard. guard. I, that's why the Lonzo Ball stuff, which we haven't spoken about, is is mm-hmm. moving so much too because they are in desperate need. <laughs> so Thursday is going to be a very interesting day for Tampa, and I don't know what that front office is going to look like by the time Thursday comes. But they have Kyle Lowry and they have Norman Powell uh, to deal with because Norman Powell is also involved in trade rumors as well, but. Another front office that's also going to be fairly busy is the Orlando Magic mm-hmm. and Aaron Gordon, who has officially, as of yesterday, requested a trade from the Orlando Magic. There's also been rumors that we've talked about for 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 trade prospects for um, for Vucci Main, as well as Evan oh, Fournier. Yeah, Evan yeah. Fournier's name is also on that as well. So I want, I'll take any of them. Shit, I'll fuck with Vucevic. Evan Fournier also also yeah, right. uh, also a very quality shooter. Yeah. But Aaron Gordon is going to be one of the ones that ends up being sought after by a lot mm-hmm. of different teams. One of the top ones being the Boston Celtics who are very interested in Aaron Gordon. I can see who that. Who they provide for Aaron Gordon? Not sure. That's always the issue for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't ever want to give nothing up to go get it, but you know I mean, every I mean, every time I read Aaron Gordon's name, I kind of I kind of roll my eyes at this point in time, just based off all these dumb contests and his attitude well, towards these dumb and contests. Not, but and not just that, bro. I, I I'm actually I'm with you on that. But it's I don't think I think where he is in his career, it's not a, it's not the easiest option to trade for either. Like they're gonna demand something, you know. Mm. I, I don't think it's just, they're just gonna give him up for whatever, you know, second rounds and some bullshit. Like they're gonna want something back. Mm-hmm. Um, which is an issue because what you're getting isn't necessarily blockbuster. Yeah. You're just, I mean, I'm not trying to shit on Aaron Gordon at all, bro. But like, you know what I mean? Like he's, it's. Well, the one, the one thing that's been connecting the Orlando magic has also been with the Houston Rockets. There has been some yeah. interest in, in the magic wanting back uh, Victor Oladipo. I, I hear that. That could be that's something cool. that, end, that ends up happening. It could also, I'm, I mean, I'm interested in Victor Oladipo's uh, asking price as of right now. He's been very tied to Miami. It doesn't seem like it's much of a secret that he wants to be in Miami right now, but who knows what Houston ends up ends up pulling off once again with another trade by the time Thursday comes. I want um I want Victor to find like a home and like really start building foundation because I feel like he hasn't been able to truly, you know, go in the playoffs and like be himself. Obviously the injuries have been you know an issue, but I want mm. him to go to a team where he feels like, hey, this is actually where I'm I'm signing. I'm, I'm getting my money. I'm getting my crib. I'm putting it together here. I'm a part of this team. And not every, you know, three, four years he's in limbo about his his location or where he wants to go to to be successful. So yeah. Uh he's a good player. I, he has a lot left. So I yeah, I hope that shit works out for him. I, I mean Absolutely. I, I wanted to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, it was it was Orlando at one point in time. Then it was yeah. Oklahoma. Oklahoma felt comfortable. Then it was Indiana, and 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 now it's it's in an odd situation in Houston. Probably a less favorable situation in Houston, where people, especially you and I, were just interested in, in wanting to see a John Wall, Oladipo, and yeah. Marcus Cousins type of situation. But now Cousins yeah. is gone. Uh, John Wall continues to hold things down for Houston throughout this mm. twenty game losing streak. Uh, they're actually playing. 
Tampa right now in a little bit of a battle of the biggest losing streaks that are going on uh, on both conferences. The Houston Rockets having 20 and the Tampa Bay Demons having eight of those as well. So one of those losing streaks are ending tonight. Who will it be? Not positive as to who it will be. Well, at least by the time that this episode comes out, we will know. But as of right now, we just don't know. It, it is what it is. Trade deadline coming, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun, bro. I think I think we'll see some things. To be honest with you, all these yeah. things has been popping up. We'll definitely see something. NBA always does a very quality presentation, social media wise, of drama, trades, and that, uh, all other emotions that surround this trade deadline because as much as we have opinions on it as fans a lot of the athletes also jump into this and have their own opinions and their own takes on not only the athlete but front office management and everything that surrounds this day as well so thursday is going to be a very big day we're going to talk about the games that are also going to be on there for all around the world but also the other conversations that surround the Western Conference and the trade deadline, and most of it surrounds an injury that you and I did not expect to see, at least at this type of length or this type of longevity. But let's talk about that once we come back. So stay tuned. It's RSPN yeah. on the Elite Media Group. We'll be back after this. Uh, the, the second thing I wanted to bring up is uh, Raymond alerted me to something. I, I did a podcast a few nights ago with uh, Logan Murdoch. And I mentioned uh, during the podcast that uh, last season, in which we had the worst record in the league, was more enjoyable from a coaching standpoint than the previous season when we lost in the finals. And uh, the context um, was uh, basically that after the five-year run that we were on, um, that fifth year was just an absolute bear. It was the stress level, um, you know, two... season-ending injuries during the finals. Um, you know, DeMarcus also had a serious injury that took him out of the playoffs for six weeks. We had all kinds of stress. The whole point of the conversation was this, the stress of the uh, the five-year run compared to coaching a team of young guys that doesn't win any game, many games, uh, but is eager to learn. And I made the comment sort of offhanded that last year was more enjoyable. Than that previous season, um, and that was, and I, you know, that was it. That was my comment. Drew Schiller decided to tweet today that Steve Kerr said he enjoyed last season more than Kevin Durant's last year with the Warriors. Okay, so I want to make this extremely clear. If you, if you want to um, actually get the story accurate, I encourage you to listen to the podcast. We sort of take this story into offshoots and and uh, use that as my quote because um, th- that is the furthest thing from the truth. Stop the cap. <laughs> Stop the cap right now. Stop the cap. No bullshit, bro. All right, we are back. Yeah. RSPN on the Elite Media Group. He is still mm-hmm. Jeff. I am still Mark. Make yeah. sure that you are tapped into the Elite Media Group wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, who yeah. are uh, well due for an upgrade, I must say. Whether or not you listen to Spotify, who's getting a little sure. bit of improvements and uh, changes that they are to their podcast app on Spotify. I didn't really expect a lot of Spotify listeners to have such an issue with the inclusion of podcasts, but... I kind of like them. I'm mean, granted. I'm not. I'm not yeah. highly subscribed to spot. I mean, I don't have Spotify Premium. After last week's Apple Music outage, I've really been thinking about <laughs> getting the hell out of here. 
and going to Sweden. That album music, that album music uh, Dude, outage last week. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still pissed, bro. There was a point where I got on Apple Music and I couldn't see my recently played, and it was pissing me off. Like it just wasn't on the, it wasn't on there anymore. Like I couldn't find it. I had to, it, man. For those that, that are a little bit confused about the outage, because maybe you listen to Apple Music and things, you know, look okay to you. Maybe you're one of the few that were actually blessed and didn't have their library touched up that bad. But imagine Apple Music goes out for at least a day and a half into two days and it's not that we can't listen to our music but catalogs from artists are missing like cut in half so imagine it was just weird yeah imagine you want to listen to the pimp a butterfly or something like that and half of the album doesn't exist and because of that because of what fucking apple music does they decide (laughs) hey all of a sudden you're missing king kunta let me provide you King Kunta <laughs> back, but let me provide it from 2017 Spring Break Anthems playlist. Yeah, let me yeah. not put it from Tapimba Butterfly. I let me give it to you from some random doing, fucking though. playlist. I don't know what they were doing. I really don't know what they were doing. And that deleted so many things out of people's catalog. Thankfully, it just shows it's no longer available, so you just have to delete and re-add. But I'm getting so tired of having to delete and re-add that I'm just looking to greener pastures and i do not mean that as a double on andre but greener but pastures in an app where this shit does not happen but then i don't do it yeah because it's a lot it's a lot to transition to what you're used to bro i gotta i have like a, a playlist you know my daily rotation shit and it mm-hmm. just i love it but i'm not trying to remake that or transition it over to spotify it's just a lot of work i do have spotify and i pay for it but oh so you pay you pay for both you pay for premium and album music yeah, I had like a six month thing with Spotify through something I did, you know, some internet service. So, somebody gave it to me. Maybe it was AT and T. Somebody gave me a Spotify mm. for like six months. So yeah, I have it right now, um, but I don't actively use it. So. I have a four. I had a four month joint, but then I stopped using it. I think it's and yeah. I think it's T Mobile that gets free. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody. Somebody Spotify gave with me the thing. six months of Spotify. It might be AT and T too. Shit. But I think. I think. The thing that I ended up using, because I think when you have unlimited data, you get this free joint, whatever you mm. choose for it. And I think mine is that HBO Max. So I think okay. I have that okay. HBO for Life thing through H through AT&T. Yeah, we, we, we have music, that man. Max. I'm just I'm just so confused. But whatever you listen to Elite Media Group on, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yeah, Google Podcasts, make sure that you are tapped in with a follow, with a subscribe, and make sure that you can listen to RSPN each and every Tuesday along yeah. With the long-awaited inclusions of the return of the Play for Keeps podcast, as well as the return of the Check Fade hey. podcast, once football gets back to the Run next NFL season, Run but we'll hold down the Elite Media Group in the meantime. Make sure that you are subscribed and you get plenty of our beautiful faces each and every week. Well, I will say our beautiful faces once we actually get into a schedule. We're weekly working on it to be able to to get us That's on our work video a lot of of haircuts oh it's haircuts every week well at least for you i I come in here a little bit i can come in here with a little week week weekend cut no i'm telling you i got the hair thing is i'm i'm working on something right now are you gonna announce uh, are you going to announce it are you going to announce it on the show yet or are you gonna you're gonna give it some time this week yeah not this week but i will okay 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 not yet not yet major shift coming so uh yeah dude i the hair stuff will be will be crazy. But even so, even if I do make this other decision, 
it's still gonna be a lot of work. So, but yeah, I'm excited. We'll be able to we'll be able to make it happen for sure. Speaking of major shifts, yeah, there's one in Los Angeles that neither yeah. you and I expected. No, did because not. the Los Angeles Lakers have already lost a decent amount <clears throat> in the loss of Anthony Davis within the past month. But now, mm. not only are they missing Anthony Davis, they are preparing for a month without LeBron James following Weird, his right? injury that was on Saturday. What's you don't really see that day? drop happen a lot in general, just him collapsing. But then once I seen the, the slap on the damn yeah. floor, I was like, oh, yeah. wow. This what, is what, this is what's the most time he's missed. Do we know he missed a couple time. He missed a couple days, uh, a couple of games in Miami. I think it was 2013. Um, I forgot, what was the injury that he had at that point? In time? I Wait, remember. was that was that the was that the uh, was that the hamstring? I want to say I just remember him in Los Angeles uh, playing the redacteds and he was in a red jersey. And I think it was around the time that that happened. I want to say that was 2013. Now, I remember he missed a small amount of games at that point in time, but not a lot. To hear, I mean, and there's also the 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 time that he lost in his first year in Los Angeles, where they did not make uh, the NBA playoffs. So there was also mm-hmm. that as well. But to hear a month for LeBron James as the defending NBA champions are getting ready to try and get better positioning in the Western Conference and stay within a very tough Western Conference to, I don't necessarily, I mean, I think people are going to think it's a try when I say make the NBA playoffs, but a lot can happen in a month where you are missing a very pivotal piece to, well, you're you're two big pivotal pieces to your team. It might not hurt much this week because... We look at their challenges this week. They have the New Orleans Pelicans on deck. Philadelphia 76ers are coming for a little bit of a California trip. They're coming. Cleveland and Orlando. Might not be that bad right now. Sure, but it will catch up to them. It's just natural. Yeah, there are going to be plenty of Laker fans that are a little bit uh, uncomfortable with what is going on right now. Yeah, they're going to lose a step or two, and they have to be prepared for that. Um, And they're also going to have to ask guys like Kuzma to be the number one option, which is going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, there's going to be some things that they just have to naturally figure out on their own. They're going to lose games. They're going to win some games, uh, but it's going to come down to coaching for them really this time around to see what they can really do while, while these guys are out. And, um, yeah, if, I guess if there's any upside, LeBron will get some rest. Our league saving is still in play as well. Right. Are we Mm -hmm. still, uh, is, is this still, something that we are concerned about for Andre Drummond's case in coming to Los Angeles. I mean, do you think it's heightened even more? I mean, I think if LeBron James is out, I think Los Angeles starts looking yeah. for names that exceed Andre Drummond. If the Lakers, I told you, I, I'm going to say it again, bro. If the Lakers get Andre Drummond, it's, you're, you're it's done. One, it's one thing that should be vetoed immediately. <laughs> if, if so, if Adam wants to gain my trust back, <laughs> He vetoes anything. But he's done so good. He has. But he needs to veto anything involving drumming going to the Lakers unless the Lakers lose something dramatic. I don't want this to be a thing where the Lakers are like, we're going to give you our number one picks for the next two years, three years, and here's two players, two chips. You know, it's like, no, bruh. Make them give up something if they want to clear this trade now. Who that is, I don't know, bro. If the Lakers have a chance to get fucking Andre Drummond and play him with AD and playoff time, well, they're not losing any games. Well, there have been rumors that 
the Lakers are getting ready to shop some Montrez Harrell deals. I don't know if that would also be involved in well, an Andre Drummond type deal. I think he has to go in that in that case. I don't think Gasol weighs enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would it would have to be Harrell as like the star of the package. Um, and then they're going to lose probably some young player that they like that they don't want to get rid of. Uh, you also have to think about Kuzma at that point, to be honest with you. Like if it's something you really want to get done at least. Um, but I, like I said, that's like, it's a whole nother thing. I'm not sure if it's even possible for them to get Drummond, but it's not that Drummond is like this dynamic player, but it's him over there with them. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily just him. Oh yeah. So when I say I don't want this shit to happen, it's because it's overpowering as, as fuck. Truly. Because this shit is not going to to last the entire season. Anthony Davis's injury is not season they're gonna be, ending. They're going to be back, bro. <laughs> yeah, this is back. not this is not something like like we are seeing from Lamelo Ball as of right now. Uh, we had a little bit of Lamelo alert that we had for the past couple of weeks. Now that is being put on pause for now because he has a fractured wrist. He's done for the season. That ends a lot of people's interest in watching the Charlotte Hornets for Lamelo Ball. Because now a lot of those minutes are going to go to uh, Devontae Graham as well as Malik Monk. So expect to see a lot more of that with LaMelo Ball. But it's a little bit different in Los Angeles' case. Anthony Davis, for sure, is coming back. I'm sure LeBron James would be be more than willing to come back tomorrow if he had the opportunity to do so. Because missing games is just not in his his catalog. I'm I'm sure it's, it's really strange for him to miss these games. But he'll be back, bro. You know, Bron, man, I, I'm not – I mean, I'm surprised that he's hurt this bad, but um, we can't I, – I can't hold it against him, man. He's, he's so elite mm-hmm. from health to just athleticism. We're not used to this. So Yeah, you've seen the amount of money he put he put, he put puts into his body. I'm that's sure why, this that's is why going I'm to saying, need a lot of changes. Like, yeah, but that's why I'm saying, you know, at least he – if anything, he gets some time off naturally. Mm-hmm. Naturally, get some time off. Not he's sitting because he they want him to sit. He's actually got to take some time off, and it may it may really help the Lakers come playoff time because I'm sure as soon as he gets back on the court, he's going to be so energetic. You know, yeah, you're seeing a lot of it from 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 Brooklyn. Imagine. Just the precautions that they're they're taking when Kyrie when Durant gets to sit and Kyrie goes on PTO. Harden has uh, plenty of health, enough opportunity to to oh, hold, yeah, they, hold Brooklyn down going into the. They move uh, NBA another, playoffs. They move when, in another direction. Yeah, when they're when they're needed to come back, obviously they'll make they'll make the jurisdictions and they'll and they'll um and they'll make their way into it. Anthony Davis and LeBron James, however, have to see what happens for this next month and who holds it down for the Los Angeles Lakers. And in this week's power rankings, mm. although the top three are all Eastern teams, the remainder of that top ten is all West. You have Phoenix Suns at four, the Utah Jazz at five. Lakers stay at six, Redacted's are at seven, the Mavericks are at eight, the Nuggets are at nine, and the Portland Trailblazers jump from 12 into 10. Expect a lot of those names to be focuses for the Who's Western one? Conference going into the NBA playoffs. So we'll say it again. Who's number one in power rankings? Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are number okay. one okay. with yeah, yeah, the yeah. Milwaukee Bucks at two and the 76ers uh, dropping from two to three. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. I'm, I'm okay with that. All of those names make up your top six in the Western Conference. Dallas being one of the areas that are uh, within your playing tournament right now. They are the eighth seed of something were to happen today for NBA playoffs. But Western Conference uh, playing tournament looks like a fucking dogfight. The Spurs are at seven. The Mavs are at nine. The Warriors are at 
Oh, sorry. The Mavs are at eight. Excuse me. The Warriors are at nine, and the Memphis Grizzlies are at ten. As much as mm. praise as Dallas has got, they're going to be in playing tournament fighting for a playoff position. As much as Golden State has been getting a lot of props behind what Stephen Curry is doing, they're fighting for a playoff position. The Dallas shit, we'll see. There's going to be an excuse for Dallas every year if they're not as good as we thought. Is it? A, know, is it excuse? You know it. Is it excuse season for Dallas? It's bro. As long as they have Luca. You know what's up, bro. People are shutting down of what's going on with Porzingis and saying, well, you know, did New York finesse? And that's completely fine because Porzingis might not be playing like how he was when they were calling him a goddamn unicorn. But now Luca will continue to get a lot of praise and a lot of MVP conversation that felt uncomfortable to me with a team that (laughs) is going to be in a play-in tournament fighting for playoff position. Uh, He's got to win them more games. Yeah. There's been concern I mean, on Jokic's serious. name and why and and how he gets in these MVP conversations, but at least he's uh, at least at least the Denver Nuggets are in a much better position. I'm about to say, look what he's doing for the team overall, not just. I mean, I know it's an MVP conversation, but what you do as an individual player for you, it is shown. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. what I mean by that is like if Carthony Towns was averaging you know 40 points the whole fucking season. And and we lost ninety percent of the games. I'm not giving him MVP. I don't give a fuck if he averaged forty. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't matter to me. Like I, I don't know what to say. Like it's I know it's MVP most valuable player, but as the most valuable player, what did you do for your team? And granted, Denver is about two and a half games in front of Dallas. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe 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 a slide from Denver can end up changing things, but. Playing tournament-wise, it just looks a lot more of a fight that is going to happen compared to what could happen in New York. Because New uh, in New York in the Eastern Conference, because the Eastern Conference playing tournament right now involves the Knicks, the Hornets, the Pacers, and the Chicago Bulls also getting their intent to try and fight for a playoff position. But yeah. in that sense, we already talked a small amount about the Spurs and Lamarcus Aldridge. Their buyout with the Spurs is on the way, unless they find a way to trade him. Miami has been a very big favorite on LaMarcus in landing LaMarcus Aldridge, but Portland has also had an interest in reuniting with LaMarcus Aldridge as well, which could be a little bit uh, 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 could be a little bit um, of a nuance between Blazers fans who have seen enough of LaMarcus Aldridge and <laughs> probably want to move on with that or people that are more than willing to 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 have him back with this team. Uh, yeah. um... The Aldridge shit is crazy. Do you remember, like, when the Lakers were wooing him, you know, and all that yeah. stuff went down? And, uh, and it couldn't Adam, happen. Adam then he went to Had the jersey and shit. But, mm-hmm. like, I feel like his career has not taken, like, a downfall or anything. But, like, the name, I don't think, weighs as much as it did. Um, but I guess adding him to your team, if it's something that you feel like you need, isn't a bad option, depending on the cost, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got and although- respect for a player. And although there are teams outside of the playing tournament that will also be affecting this year's trade deadline, it's still worth noting that the New Orleans Pelicans continue to try and find a home for Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. That talk continues through a lot of New Orleans' struggle. There's been a lot of talk regarding uh, the play of Stephen Adams, the play yep. of Eric Bledsoe, and not being a lot much of a veteran perspective compared to what uh, has been talked about on NBA.com, just from a veteran experience of what they are providing to their younger athletes like Zion Williamson. A younger athlete, obviously Brandon Ingram is not Zion's age, but a little bit younger where they'd want some. Exactly. So it's difficult 
for New Orleans to try and piece a lot of these areas together when they're losing games, and that's fairly understood. So Lonzo has continued to be a name where they want to find a home for. We saw Chicago a little bit earlier. I don't know if Chicago's going to be able to pull that off. If they do, that's kind of that's kind of crazy. Uh, if they um, if Atlanta makes a way for Lonzo Ball, I think that'll be fairly interesting to have him next to Trey, to have him next to Rondo, so on and so forth. But yeah, that'd be really nice for him, honestly. But Mikael Thompson seems to have a little bit of a different idea of home for Lonzo Ball. It doesn't involve any of our Los Angeles teams, but a little bit further up in Golden State. He'd love to see Lonzo Ball with Stephen Curry and with the returning Klay Thompson, which actually did look pretty good in his um, practice video that he ended up showing this week. So that his shot is still very nice, even with his healing within the Golden State Warriors. I don't know. If Lonzo would like that, I think that there's been, for the past week, some very interesting conversation regarding the balls and the Golden State Warriors that Jalen Rose kind of gave us a peek of about a week and a half ago when he said, hey, there might be a story between LaMelo Ball and why he was not drafted to the Golden State Warriors, but you guys will find out when you guys find out. Bro, before we get into that, there has to be honest conversation about Lonzo. I think I mentioned it like a few weeks ago on the show. He's just not who we thought he was. And I think that's okay. Is it that point in time? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to – I would say it about anybody else if they were still playing the way that they've played since they've been drafted. Mm -hmm. It's not really about the fact that he's a ball or anything like that. I think because he's a ball, we're holding on a little tighter. But other than that, like, he's a role player. He's a supporter. That's it, bro. I think he has to understand that too. So does his father. I Uh, I don't know if that's happening. I – I don't think it's happening either, money. But what I'm saying is, the Warriors is a great situation for him. He's mm-hmm. not going to see it that way, though. Lavar is going to talk. I'm sure. I, I, if, if, if this is way. just me, just like, complete talks, speculation in my brain. Situation. I feel yeah. like Lonzo would be okay with it, while Lavar would be 100% not. And it's based on these headlines that I've seen from Steve Kerr within the past week. I mean, obviously, Golden State fans in general have not been the happiest. With Steve Kerr within these past couple of weeks and just seeing how down the Golden Everybody State Warriors are. Steve Kerr gets fired. That's a uh Steve Kerr gets fired. That is something that we may because need to to Is there enough to do it though? Considering um, injuries and what's no, happened to him. It's no, not. It's I don't not. think so. It, the, 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 clay, the clay thing is a huge asterisk. The burden that he's carried with the losing games really isn't his fault. Um yeah, they've had major things happen that, you know, especially injuries, you can't really predict that type of stuff. So I'm not completely, like, shitting on the man. I don't think he deserves to get fired, but you know how this organization goes, man. Or you know how the league goes, man. You never know. And shout-out to Janelle Moore. I think she's been one of the more vocal Warriors fans that I've seen on this of just the confusion of some of Steve Kerr's quotes when it comes to these losses. I feel like, in a certain essence, you won't get a lot of that from Stephen Curry. He has always been the 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 stoic type of person when it comes to playing with your team, uh, playing for your coach, going with your coach, and not really diverting away from those types of ideas or challenging a lot of things that Steve Kerr says, especially not in public, or at least not on mic, not on post-game or anything like that. But we've yeah. seen in these past couple of weeks a much more frustrated a much more concerned Curry when it comes to the Golden State Warriors and their positioning. 
from what I've seen, Steve Kerr these past few weeks has been some entertaining headlines. One featuring LeVar Ball, where LeVar Ball has not been very happy with the Golden State Warriors, as well as the situation that happened with LaMelo Ball. He called Steve Kerr the Millie Vanilli of NBA coaching after Steve Kerr called him a Kardashian how long ago. I'm sure that also circles around Jalen Rose and a little bit of hinting as to how the deal with the mellow ball in Golden State ended up falling out. Could be because of a voice that we've talked about many a different times before, but could be beef. It, it sounds like there's beef there. It looks like both parties may be holding on to something they need to let go. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I we need whatever's best for Alonzo Ball should happen for Alonzo Ball. Uh, somebody, his people, uh, the, somebody around him, his father, whatever the case may be, need to let him know, hey, you can still make a lot of money in this league, but you need to continue to learn this league. And if that's underneath, you know, a Rondo or a Curry or whatever, you know, you do it. You do mm-hmm. it. You'll, you get there. It's not going to be your final stop, but he has to – He has to. he's not a prospect anymore. You understand what I'm saying? Like I, A key piece to a trade. Yeah, like I don't really see him as like this prospect piece that we're waiting to see what he's how he's gonna end up. Like we, I think we know. Like I'm, I don't think he's gonna be a bad player, but superstar Alonzo Ball, the the mindset that we had, it's not there, and I think that's okay. But he has to be realistic as well, so he can get to the right situation, um, and he can have a, a long career, you know, in this league. The other quote that followed Steve Kerr this past week, he told Logan Murdoch he enjoyed last season when the Warriors went 15-50 and 50, more than Kevin Durant's final season with the Warriors. That last year was tough. There was a lot going on, some that you know about and some that you don't. That was very difficult. So a season that was extremely bad for a lot of Warriors fans, Steve Kerr said he liked it more than Durant's final season. And I'm positive that it involves a lot of the beef that we have talked about uh, between Golden State uh, internally, with Kevin mm-hmm. Durant with Draymond Green, there might yeah. be some other areas where they might have felt that uh, they knew for a while what Kevin Durant was going to do without Kevin Durant actually saying it himself. Again, that is all <laughs> just feeling from what reports have seen or, or where a lot of these quotes from Golden State side specifically. I don't think it's ever came from the area of Kevin as of yet when it comes to a lot of these different quotes of what had happened in that last season in Golden State. But from Golden State side, it seems to feel like there's still something that's felt uncomfortable there. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's clearly issues beyond injuries hmm. with that organization. Things they have to figure out. Players, I think they have to move. Um, I don't know if it's going to be getting rid of, you know, one of those three men. I think Curry is absolutely untouchable. I don't care how old he gets. I think you keep him there. You build a statue there and you bring in as many players as you possibly can to help him win. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think we all want to see Clay back to his full potential and mm-hmm. best shooter in the league, best form, a great two-way player. We want to see that, but this is a business. Yep. And he's had a lot of injuries and that's just you can't you can't you can't guarantee what's going to look like when it comes back you really can't and you can't guarantee that this may not happen again or you also can't guarantee that he's going to be the player that he once was mm. so you have to think about it um i know some people would be like how could you do that after everything he's been through but it's a business and then big business and then don't draymond. get too emotionally involved in it and get too can't get too caught up and then there's draymond mm-hmm. uh who i think still has some value in a trade um and i think if there's anyone you consider putting a package on to try to get something else, it's got to be him. Um, and you have to try to format something 
to potentially get him gone, maybe package it with Wiggins and go get something real, mm. you know. But I don't know. I, you know, Draymond is obviously can. I think he's a Warriors legend. I think that's clear as day. But um, he's not the same player, right? Uh, but he still has a hell of an impact in, in a lot of games with the way that he plays. So yeah, I have a lot of respect for what they did, um, the dynasty, and you know now that it's kind of over, they're in growing yeah, pains, man. This shit happens, man. They ain't growing pains. They got to deal with it. I don't feel bad at all. Not at all. They, they got a taste of a lot of victory. I mean, you and I, we were priming the show, beginning the show when this shit was happening, nigga. So, love that. No, There's so many teams that will not ever see that type of love nigga, nigga, in their nigga, lifetime. Ever, bro. Ever. Like, this just never happened. Timberwolves are never going to be that good, bro. <laughs> They're never going to be You never good, know. If Anthony Edwards could just all of a sudden. Hey, Anthony Edwards is special i think everyone can see that uh-huh but you can't there is no comparison to that warriors team i don't you don't come up with that yeah it's too insane Seven, se- se- 73 plus one of the league's greatest scores of all time i don't think the chemistry insane. is as good in brooklyn i don't think the chemistry will ever be as good in brooklyn as it was when the warriors were just red hot and that's no disrespect to brooklyn i'm just trying to say how if all, a lot of us were there we, it was like the prime of like basketball twitter like exploding too yeah yeah i honestly I, i'll be the first ones to say that basketball twitter would not be what it is without that dynasty because they really shut twitter down because just how good they were yeah it was, just, it was all tuning in to watch curry period period to watch mm-hmm. clay period draymond was doing fucking crazy shit and i don't even that team was incredible to watch pissing people off it got getting them emotional it did get tiring, but it was special, and I think everyone can agree. Yeah, uh, I completely agree because I think from a Miami Heat perspective, I think a lot of that was just a little bit in the early, like, infant stages of NBA and social media. Yes, there was Twitter. Yes, there was a good amount of people that were on Twitter at that point in time, but we did not get to see a lot of the strengths that we have now in NBA social media like we do now. Like... Around that point in time, Bleacher was kind of almost like a laughing a laughing point when you see, saw them across their timeline. Yeah. Now, yeah. now they're part of Turner and they're a very huge conglomerate. Social media has become so much different from the past 10 years of what had happened with the handles that we follow, the names that are now household in areas where 10 years ago you really had to be tapped into a lot of different insider areas to know these names but now they're front and center because it just dominates so much of the basketball conversation and that's why we have days as big as thursday now that social media is so huge within basketball not only are other leagues trying to (laughs) accommodate themselves a little bit more to it but it explains how these types of things like like trade like trade scenarios unless unless there's huge huge blockbuster names those were not really driving pieces to nba media 10 20 years ago they were no. talking points but not huge driving driving pieces yeah. now it, it doesn't matter if you were on the lower end spectrum of your team if you're involved mm-hmm. in trade talks you're involved in trade talks it's exciting absolutely absolutely but a, a trade was obviously not as explosive then as it is now mm-hmm. mostly because of social media Maybe people within the league who were there when it happened, it was important too, and it was massive. But yeah, you know, if Michael Jordan plays in our generation that we watch right now, and he asks for a trade from the Bulls, we explode. 
<laughs> and we're and we're gonna and we're gonna one hundred percent hear every aspect of it. Kobe asked for a trade in twenty twenty one from the Lakers. We explode. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's just a it's a different it's a different motion now. Uh, and that's why you don't hear too much of it with Kobe and D- well in Detroit when it happened in two thousand eight. There was just, right. there was just not yeah, a lot of media that there's not a lot of media that unless you were really really tapped into it from you a Los Angeles perspective. In. You had to be then then in. yes, and you can remember those things. You can remember the headlines. You can show them to people and things like that. But it didn't really blow up like it could in a scenario like twenty twenty one has, where everybody has an opinion on it. Everybody has an opinion on it. You may be right or wrong. It may not ever happen. It may be smoke. It may be fire. Uh, but we explode if something crazy happens doesn't matter i mean some i mean shit pj tucker had got headlines thing <laughs> pj tucker pj tucker had headlines bro percy james tucker i mean we saw it we saw it it was it, they made it seem like it was this massive thing you know so and no disrespect to pj tucker but i mean i don't know if his name's really percy james by the way i'm sorry pj tucker no that's okay actually that's what his name is now percy james percy james tucker i thought you were dead serious i was like damn that's something name. <laughs> We're gonna look up his actual I name. Locked it in. Yeah, I locked it in. I was like, okay, cool. Now I know. <laughs> Many of these names will also be involved in everything that is going around this week in the NBA. So let's paint the picture for you with all around the world. Yeah. After being vaccinated, safely, possibly, first get the shot. PJ Tucker. His, this nigga's name is Anthony Leon. What? <laughs> huh? Yeah, Anthony Leon, PJ Tucker Jr. So how'd you get PJ? Oh, oh, wait, wait, um, one more time, one more time. Read it again. Anthony Leon, PJ Tucker Jr. And it's a junior? And it's a junior. So the PJ must be like a nickname, like a childhood nickname type shit. Could be. Who knows? That name just threw me the hell off. But tonight we have six games that are on schedule for you. Your TNT doubleheaders are back compared to how they were Last week, we have the TNT doubleheader of the Lakers playing the Pelicans at 7.30. Plenty of Pelicans that have came from Los Angeles, so expect for them to have some pretty bigger games compared to what they normally do once they face the Los Angeles Lakers without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Expect Mm -hmm. that at 7.30, followed by the 76ers and the Warriors at 10. 76ers doing a little bit of a California trip, so the Warriors will be first in line to be able to play them. That will be at 10 on TNT. The Nuggets and the Magic also play at 7 o'clock with this week's Western Conference Player of the Week in Nikola Jokic. The Knicks play the Wizards at 7.30. The Suns play the Heat at 8. And the Nets play Portland at 10. That should also be a nice little league pass game if you like jump that. in that outside of TNT. Tomorrow, 11 games are on schedule. Your ESPN doubleheader will be the Celtics and the Bucks at 7.30. Hey. A lot of Celtics fans are jumping off the ship right now because they are 500. That just is completely stunning to me. But it I guess is. I guess Celtic fans are uh, used to some better standards. Apparently, I don't know better standards, but we don't they will be playing the Milwaukee Bucks at 7:30, and the Brooklyn Nets will play the top team of the Western Conference with the Utah Jazz at 10 o'clock. That will be on ESPN Thursday. Mark it in your calendar, put asterisks all over it. Make sure that your <laughs> notifications are set for Thursday, 3 p.m. 3 p.m. is your trade deadline. Or your lows, whatever. If you want to see the entire, if you want to see the entire timeline blow up, yep. If you want to see your entire timeline blow up, 
make sure that you're on that timeline before 3 p.m. because there's going to be a whole lot that comes in on Thursday. Who will be the teams involved? We'll just have to see. But on TNT, we will see some conversation following the trade deadline, of course. You'll have five games that are on schedule on Thursday, but your TNT doubleheader will be highlighted by the Portland Trailblazers heading to Miami to play the Miami Heat at 730, Mm -hmm. and the 76ers play the Los Angeles Lakers at 10. Friday, you have 11 games that are on schedule. The Celtics and the Bucks again at 7.30 on ESPN. And that will be followed by the Hawks playing the Golden State Warriors at 10 o'clock. A red-hot Atlanta Hawks. We will see how they continue this streak, if they have the opportunity to continue this they streak. Will. We will be tapped into that. At, you know, They will. I, they will? They will. Really? Yeah. Really? Trey, that way. So now we're back to Cam Bloodish and Treyway? And Cam, Cam Bledish, Cam, what an era. Cam Bledish, Treyway, that way. More I wins. Knew, I knew there was a damn agenda. Saturday, there's nine games that are on schedule. A full league pass day outside of the 76ers playing the Redacteds at 10 on NBA TV. That will be Doc Rivers' official return to the Staples Center. The Sixers and the Redacteds have not played since March of last year. And, of course, that involved the Redacteds' fallout. Doc Rivers leaving Los Angeles, and he will be returning to play the Redacteds. Sixers and who? At 10 p.m. on NBA TV. You're not getting me for another dub. You're not getting me for another I dub, will, I guarantee you. will it. definitely say it again at some point in time. I will not. The way your brain works, it's going to happen eventually. Absolutely not. I have slowed it down. It'll be an accident, but it will happen. Sunday, there's four games that are on schedule. An insanely short day for the league. Only Hawks and the Nuggets televised for 9 o'clock on NBA TV. That is your week all around the world. Mm, good games, man. Good games very small very small shout outs. Uh, the odds are now on your favorites, Anthony Edwards for the 2021 Rookie of the Year following the end of the LaMelo alert. A lot of people have jumped off board for that. I felt like LaMelo Ball had done <clears throat> a good amount to cement himself into Rookie of the Year, but maybe Anthony Edwards will be able to steal something. Um, That's bro. You feel, like, you feel like LaMelo's already locked it up, right? Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I think if even if LaMelo didn't get hurt, he wasn't going to win. Um, and I only say that because from a development standpoint, it's not LaMelo's fault. It's mm. just coach came in and he told Ant, just do it, bro. Just go ahead. Take as many shots as you want. They're running plays through this kid. He's mm. scoring 35, 40. He's, he wasn't... It, he's he was gonna win rookie of the year, and that, again, no disrespect, to Lamelo. The situation's different. You know, they're not asking Lamelo fucking, you know, to to, to, to please please drop forty a night and get us a win. Yeah, exactly, they're not asking that from him. I think I think we are, and that's the main reason. He's just getting more opportunity, and is a beast. Uh, Lamelo's a beast. Uh, sucks that he's injured. I, I wish he wasn't, but he'll be back and he'll be just as good as he was. Shout out to Julius Randle. Exciting. Many Knicks fans who love to see a competitive fighter following last week in the little Subway Series versus the Nets. What if he leaves? What if Julius Randle leaves? Yeah. Would you be surprised? Hey, man. Wouldn't hey, man. Like- you, said, you, said, you, said, you set the garden on fire. One of the first uh, players hey. in like 40 years with multiple triple doubles, which Julius surprised me. Randall on contract year, you got to watch this nigga, bro. Watch hey, him, bro. Hey, man. Don't. You got to be careful. Nick's got to Nick's gotta pay. Like, the situation has changed, and I'm happy that they got him because he's a good player, you know, but they're going to have to pay that boy. 
It was all funny and jokes when niggas were like, "Oh, we wanted Zion, but we got Julius Randle and got the." Remember that? that uh huh. You think Julius forgot? Uh huh. He didn't forget, and now slide, slide, slide. Yep. Slide me that money, New York City. You know the crazy thing about it is, if they lose him, who the fans gonna blame? Big Dole. Big Dole. Pay that. Pay that man. Also, shout out to Dwayne Wage feature on I Am Athlete podcast this week. Heard plenty of promising reviews. I heard that. I haven't had a chance to tap into I Am Athlete podcast as of yet. I did say that I wanted to watch it um, the other week. With uh, They had a very emotional, I guess from a male perspective of an athlete uh, that they had a couple of weeks ago. I wanted to check that out. But Dwayne Wade apparently was very raving on I Am Athlete podcast, so I have to check that out. Um, And lastly, shout out to Lookout's brand new art. Meal stunned me with that last week. I was like, God damn, this shit looks fire. Uh, yeah, we've actually had that for like three months. Um, yeah, like we first started talking about it, I want to say like January. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, 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 we were messing with the actual logo. We went through like three different logos. And then the other day we were finalizing them. And yeah, yeah, the, the art is incredible. Um yeah, yeah, we're really, we're really, really happy about it. So, shout out to Lookout, man. We have a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah, it definitely looks beautiful. Make sure that you tap into the Lookout, same way that you can tap into the Elite Media Group on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts for a beautiful anime-related content. Anything that yeah. you want to tap in with before we jump out for this week? I don't know. Um, rest in peace, Bella. Bella's Malone's dog. Um, she passed away uh, oh, yeah. yesterday. Uh, she's like 15, so Bella was a, a really funny dog. So yeah, 15 for a dog—that's a that's a good amount. Lived, yeah, she that's a, a good amount. Life. You seen a, you seen a good amount with 15. Yeah, Malone's in good spirits, so uh, she was a, she was a really good dog. So shout out Bella. Um, yeah, man, I you know shout out shout out the Atlanta Hawks, shout out the Timberwolves. Let's get a few more wins just to make me happy. Just give me five more, I'll be straight. Um, Christ. Shout out the Heat. Shout out the Miami Heat. Hope Tyler Hero wins multiple uh, six man of the years, most improved player, maybe. What is I don't know where this I don't know where you and Cam came with this Tyler Hero thing all of a sudden, but I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to the I'm gonna get to the bottom of it this week. Nah, I'm yeah, I'm I'm gonna get to the bottom of that this week. I remember everybody on here to talk about it. I don't want to just say stuff. Oh, to talk about Tyler Hero? Cam will do it. Cam, Cam, Cam has had Cam has had plenty to say about Tyler Hero. He can do that. I know. Again, everybody that's tapped in this week, make sure that you are with us for the 3 p.m. deadline of the trade deadline. You might see a little bit of video from us at that point in time. Who knows? We will uh, take the opportunity to see. But until then, you will hear from us next week.